How's it going, listeners? Welcome back to KeyboardCast. Today we're talking about the Remedy game, Control. And we have a really weird background. It's from Control, but I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, if you don't know, if you haven't played Control, then you probably won't know what that is. When I first walked in the room, Chug had this going, and it looks very, like, fleshy. I don't even know. It looks like, uh, I don't know, like, an internal camera of somebody or something. Yeah, it looks like a blood. Yeah. Mm. Which... I don't know, really know what that's supposed to be, but... We'll I'm pretty sure it's it. whenever you die, huh. that pops up. Oh, really? Yeah, but you probably never died. <laughs> you... Oh, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> oh, no, I did die, actually. Did you? I have died, yeah. I fell oh, off, and you fell off the cliff. Hold on, I gotta pull up our notes here. Um, Is it a different day of the week? Yeah, it's Friday, so it's a little weird. Oh, it is Friday. Did you see someone in the chat? Who's that? Star sand something. I can't really read this. Is, over here. Yeah, when does it start? It. It's starting now. Mm. Oh, so we've been playing Enshrouded. We started last night, which is a new survival game, and it's so fun. Yeah. And Jay has yet to play yeah, it. Yeah, I bought it, and I'll, I'm going to play it later. It's the it only is. thing we have a gripe about is optimization. Mm. Yeah. My... Other than the optimization, everything is just very, like, fun. Yeah. I think that's the way Valheim was when we first started playing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. unoptimized. But we still loved the the calm building atmosphere. I'm not sure what I, what do you think? What do you, what do you like more? I mean, Valheim was really fun. You probably have to see the end game, honestly. Yeah, yeah we're really, we, we're we'll really have really to, we'll have to explore more. But um, from what I've seen, people have been putting 50, 60, 70 hours into the game and in like only exploring like half the world. Hmm. The world is is huge, massive. Is it there's so much to do? No, no. it's not procedural. Hmm. That's cool. Though. Yeah, it is really cool. So it's it's everything's built from the ground up pretty much. Yeah, we'll probably talk about that next week once we all get a little more time into it. Yeah, we only played it for a few hours last night. So right now everyone's talking about Pal World. Yeah, I, there's I, a lot of controversy around get it. it. What's the controversy? Um, I mean, people are thinking, or people that like Pokemon are hating on the game and saying Damn. that oh, they're. I mean, he did mention it the other day, but. They're saying that, uh, oh, it's it's literally Pokemon. They they can't do this. They're copying Pokemon, and I'm like, I guess kind of, but there's just so many people like getting mad, and also they're they want they want Nintendo to step in, to like stop them from making this game or keeping it going or whatever, but I don't know how. They're, I don't know how they would even do that. Yeah, I saw a. That um they actually or the makers of I guess it's Nintendo but the makers of Pokemon released an official statement saying like um we're looking into it I was just reading that, yeah, yeah something like that I can't remember they're investigating it currently that's pretty much all they've said on it which I don't know I don't know like the only thing that could get them is I there's at least like ten or fifteen different creatures in the game that look extremely similar to Pokemon like mm. to specific ones. But how? Like Pokemon was originally, um, I was I was reading something that, you know, um, what is that one game? Something Quest, Hero Quest. You know, Hero Quest. Hero. Uh, he was in Smash Bros. Yeah, like yeah. Apparently, Pokemon took a lot of designs from Hero Quest. Mm-hmm. And so, technically, Pokemon isn't entirely unique in themselves either. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, well, here's an interesting take. Nintendo shuts down everybody already. Mm-hmm. Like they shut down people playing old Smash games and stuff. Mm-hmm. This game would not have gone through if 
Nintendo couldn't, or if they could have shut it down in some way. Yeah, they probably already investigated. Like, I don't think Nintendo has claim on a style of monster. You know, pretty much. Like, they're just like pocket monsters. That's what yeah. that's what the game even means. I think it's gonna be hard for them to like make any official. You know, wherever yeah. they're gonna go, wherever they're gonna do, if they're gonna sue them, like, I think the only reason why they're like investigating is because Power World is so successful now. Otherwise, if it was a flop, like, who cares? I keep seeing yeah. memes of uh, that one part where in Iron Man, he's like, Tony Stark could build this in a cave. He's yelling at, or it was Nintendo yelling at the the, the oh, company of po- yeah. that made Pokemon. They're like, why don't you make something like this that's this successful? It's like, nope. Wait, right now it had over 2 million players. Yeah, 2 million. That makes it number the two. second. Second biggest, aside from PUBG had, what, 3.5 million? Yeah. Well, you know, the crazy thing is when PUBG was the biggest, it was only on PC. So that was only Steam charts that you can see. This game is on Game Pass. Uh, It's on Xbox as well. Probably of all time then. I was jaded that PlayStation doesn't do early access games. Hmm. So Enshrouded's not on not on PlayStation. I don't think it's on Xbox. I think it's on PC only, but um, P- PS5 doesn't do uh, early access. Hmm. I bet they're going to open that up soon at some oh, point. Oh, definitely. Probably. How in the world? Like, it was less yesterday. Like, it was like 1.5 million. Now it's at 2 point... Or 2 million. Yeah, but you see how many right people now? are in-game right now? 1.2 million right now. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's crazy. Is it really that fun? I mean, like... I don't know. Do you... Okay, so when you cap... Uh, you can do, do you anything. you capture a you monster can, like Pokemon, or do you... You capture them like Pokemon, but... You can make them do whatever you want. No. <laughs> Wasn't there a, a Flash Kids video about that? Oh, oh no. With the Pokemon? Yeah. 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 Was... No, you can, like... I, I've read that people can... Like they, you know how the Pokemon has trainers that yeah. that also capture other Pokemon. You could fight with them. Yeah, you can apparently capture the trainers and butcher them and eat them. What is it gory? I don't know if it's gory. Oh. I haven't really seen much gameplay on it, but I watched some yesterday, and it's pretty much Ark, but with instead of dinosaurs, it's a Pokemon style. Oh wow! So it it actually looks really fun, and I'm probably gonna get it. Is you it- can make them like build your bases for you you can make them garden for you like stuff like that it's there's a lot of that actually sounds really really cool stuff with it yeah there's some stuff that looks like it's ripped straight out of arc like those towers in the sky Mm. stuff like that um honestly for everyone that says pokemon with guns i haven't even seen any of the gun combat i've just seen like flying around the world on like giant creatures and stuff there's a lot of bosses that Mm. you kill with the guns wow i don't know there's a lot there's a lot of content in there might have be might be something we have to play yeah, I really do want to, um, just because it's, <clears throat> it's one of those games that's not like the typical. I don't know if it's live service or not, but it's not like a Valorant type shooter that everyone's playing all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and you don't really understand why. But this game seems like it's genuinely fun, yeah. and that's why it's getting such popularity. Because when this was announced, we I think we made fun of it because it looked well, weird. And then yeah, we, we, had, we, had, we, we honestly said it, it looked we were like, it looked kind of fun. Well, yeah, we, we said, were what is this? And yeah. then and then they like pulled out guns. Yeah, they thought gun, it was funny. Yeah, the gun part really sold it for us. Yeah. Um, Last of Us Two adds roguelike mod mode. Well, the no return mode is actually really fun in in Last of Us, and you can too. actually play as Joel for longer. Yeah, uh, you can play as Joel. You can play as uh ten characters, I think. You play as Joel, Ellie, Abby. Um, a bunch of the side characters. Mm. You can play as um, Tommy. 
Mm. And each one has a different, uh, like, they're good at different things. Like, uh, Tommy automatically starts with, like, a sniper because he's a really, really good sniper. Um, Abby, like, has, like, a hammer as a melee weapon. And she starts with, like, a revolver. Like, there's each person has something different, and it, like, changes up the runs. <laughs> it's actually pretty sick. I don't want to spoil that game at all because we're not talking about that today. But um, uh, I'm so excited for uh, Sierra to get to the part with the sniper. Oh, oh yeah. that, that was that was one of the more memorable parts of the games. Ever that was game. such a turnaround, though. Like it played with your emotions. Yeah, and what is it that towards? <clears throat> I'm not going to spoil exactly what it was, but towards the end, when you get to the uh, the theater as Abby, and yeah. it keeps you <clears throat> at playing as Abby. I don't. I don't know it. That one part is so annoying. Oh. The game does look really good on the remaster. It does. It still looked, it looked good on PS4. <clears throat> so I'd be interested to see what kind of graphics they've updated. Um, Not much. I've watched, I've watched um, like side-by-side -side comparisons. The 60 frames is a huge difference. Oh, yeah. I heard people were upset about the remaster for Last of Us 2. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I just heard that mm, people said it was a cash grab. People say that it should have been a... Uh, was you know the director's cut from Ghost of Tsushima? Mm -hmm. So it was on PS4, and then they did a director's cut. They didn't really add much. They just added a 60 FPS <clears throat> mode and a bunch of other options. I thought they added stuff. new. Um, well, they like, added DLC. Yeah, but uh, people are saying this should have been Last of Us Two director's cut mm -hmm. instead of Last of Us Two remastered. Mm -hmm. Ghost of Tsushima is so awesome. I actually started. I still that haven't. So good. isn't the combat yet. good? Yeah, it's really I love fun. the the navigation system too, where mm -hmm. you're riding on the mm -hmm. horse, and then the wind like kind of directs you. Yeah, I've just gone through the, the main cutscenes nice. at the start, and I fought the guy. Oh um, yeah, and now I'm like actually sort of in the world. I can mm -hmm. run around freely. That's um, yeah, that's a really good game. If it mm -hmm. ever comes to PC, I might play it again. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like I've been really liking having the PS5. It's um, it's very nice. I'll Some probably of the games, get one eventually. Yeah, some of the games like they're just. They're unoptimized on PC, but they're perfect on PS5. I mean, mm. plus, um, the subscription on the PS5 oh, yeah. is better than Game Pass. Yeah, it used like to be that games were way more expensive on console. But with this subscription now, I, I can play so many games that I've always wanted to play for like, what, $10, $15 a month? A 15 I think. Yeah. yeah. But that's how much you're paying for the ultimate for Xbox anyways. Yeah. So like, so, that's crazy. Games are $70 now, but you could buy the subscription and you could play like, Four seventy dollar games in a month, and they're constantly adding new games. Like the, the new games for January, um, was evil. Like there was a one random one that says nobody saves the world or something. I don't even know what that is. And then Evil West and um the new Plague Tale. Mm -hmm. Oh and yeah. If you add them to your library, you can keep them permanently as long as you're subscribed. I'm gonna play the really? Plague Tale. It's what, it's, what about when you cancel your subscription? You can't play it. it oh okay. But it, as long as you're subscribed, you can play the the ones that you actually get, yeah, even cool. if they go off of PlayStation Plus. That's yeah. always been the case. Like we sell a lot of games from the PS4 that we got from the monthly. I beat Counter Strike. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't very long, but we, yeah. we had that from years ago at the PS4. I also beat Bloodborne and Demon Souls, and Ooh. actually both are on the subscription. Yeah, and they're so good. What do you think about Bloodborne's probably the best Souls like? Best, best or uh, like best um what do you call it uh FromSoft FromSoft game I don't know that's a hard Dark Souls three is still I, I consider Dark Souls three my favorite is still the best for me what was that flash that was weird I don't or know. nostalgia is that nostalgia 
No, not really. Um, I like the style of the bosses and how fast paced the combat is. Um, like some of the bosses are like like the dancer. It's almost like a dance because like you can dodge pretty much as much as you want. Yeah. So like you can get into like a flow of combat much more than other games. Um, Bloodborne was I actually found it pretty easy overall. Um, and at one point I got pretty over leveled, so that then it got easy. But um, the atmosphere was better than Dark Souls, I think. Yeah. But I like the generally like the gameplay better in Dark Souls three, but like the lore in Bloodborne, and then Demon Souls. I wish they would redo the other Dark Souls games in that style because yeah, Demon. What Souls about Elden Ring? Elden Ring is amazing. Modern, so um, you top don't three. Have to do that. Top three. Uh, Dark Souls three. Um, Bloodborne, Elden Ring. Although same Bloodborne and Elden Ring are like on the same. I still have to be. Um, Actually, Elden no. It, Dark Souls Three, Elden Ring, Bloodborne. I got past uh, the fire giant at least because you hope. Yeah, like I did like Bloodborne a lot or um Elden Ring a lot, but I think that's actually lower on my list. Like Dark Souls Two is probably the the worst on there. You button. haven't even played it. Oh, I played most of it. Yeah. Oh, you have. I I just didn't like it. Oh. I actually want to give Sekiro another shot. You should Sekiro because I almost beat, I beat it. it seven times. I only I have like two bosses left, <sighs> but it's just I don't know. I haven't done that in a while. I don't know. I've been on a Souls like kick recently, and uh, yeah, Demon Souls was really good though. Like there are some quirks, like the system world that the tendency. world changes. <laughs> but the thing is, you didn't know that going into it, and you warned me. I did know it a little bit, but I didn't research it because I didn't want to spoil myself. On I, it. Yeah, I didn't spoil mm-hmm. anything, and it's actually fairly easy. Like you can get guaranteed like white world tendency by beating bosses. Pretty much the only way, except for beating uh, or beating enemy players. And then the you get the bad world tendency by killing certain NPCs. There's one major NPC in every world that you kill, and it'll instantly drop your world. And then uh, that's pretty much it. There's like other basic ways, like dying when when after you beat a boss and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, overall that game was really good. Like the combat was, the smoothness of the game was better than any other FromSoft game. But um, the it still had a little bit of jank because it was a really old game originally. It was a remake though, so it's it's a little bit different. There's this one song from the original that that people were mad about. You should look it up afterwards. Actually, I might show you after the podcast, but it was the the Tower Knight boss. Um, it's that weird MIDI sounding like choir, and it's almost laughing like the whole boss fight. It sounds really dumb. Mm. Um, but people were mad that the new one sounds like more cinematic and stuff because they wanted the old one. It, it's, it's one of those nostalgia things, but um. Yeah, that that was a really good one too. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana Jones game. Yeah, yeah. That Indiana Jones game looks really good. Does look yeah. good. It's Bethesda. Bethesda. Wow. It's by Machine Games. They just, did Wolfenstein. They did Wolfenstein. Oh, oh, I love Wolfenstein. So it's it's Wait, really you, really. You played cool. both Wolfenstein games. I played the first one um, years ago. Mm. On, I think it was like Xbox or something. I can't remember. There's four. So we haven't played the new ones. No, there's I, four of them killed. Did you know that? No, I, I thought there was only two. There's Wolfenstein New Order to the Old Blood, which is a prequel to all of them, and then the new one with the co-op, the two girls. No, mm. there's uh the New Colossus, which is Wolfenstein Two. That's two. Yeah, and then there's the Old Blood, which is another one. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I th- okay. I didn't hear you. I say said that there's part. four of them. In total. Oh, well, the, mm. that one's my favorite. Wolfenstein Two. Yeah, two is really good, but the other ones are really good too. The old blood was really fun. I never played mm. that. 
That's the one with the meme with the the dudes stabbing, stabbing each other. Yeah, that oh, was in really? Old Blood. I thought that was the beginning of Wolfenstein 2. Nope, that's uh. Old Blood. Um, but yeah, that definitely looks good. See, Microsoft is laying off 1,900 employees again. From Blizzard. Oof. Ooh. Activision Blizzard. So. Yikes. So wait, is that also Bungie? Bungie's not think Bungie's part, a of part of Activision. Of Bungie's separate now. Wait, I thought... Oh, separate now? Uh, wait, wait. No. Bungie is... I no, thought no. Blizzard owned uh, Destiny 2. Mm, wait. They bought it, but I thought they went... Didn't Bungie sell out to... Sony? We used to have get Battle.net. So they Bungie originally was owned by Sony, and then they broke off from Sony. Yeah. Sony? They I thought they were Halo. Bungie? Oh no, you're right. Yeah. That was X, that's Destiny. X, I'm, I'm confused. Is Bungie is Destiny. Okay. Well, no. Well, Bungie is Destiny, yeah. No, no. Isn't Bungie Halo? Two? It was Halo. Halo uh, 1 and 2 were Bungie. That's why I'm confused, because they were ex-Microsoft devs. Yeah. They went to Sony, then they broke away from Sony. And, and then now Activision they're... bought them, and then Xbox bought Activision. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Oh, okay. So so they just got them back it eventually. Yeah. But yeah, 19, <laughs> almost 2,000 employees that they've laid off. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. There's a, I don't know. There's a lot of... The gaming industry is getting, like, hit hard. Even though there are some really good games that just have come out recently, well, I think a lot of them have been kind of like the unique indie ones. titles, like um, small, Power World, small companies, mm. Power World, Lethal Company, and Shrouded. Like these aren't massive, massive like gaming development studios. Mm -hmm. they're kind Usually, of small. there are stuff like that every year, though. Like uh, when V Rising came out, that was one of those big hits, yeah, and stuff like that. No, nowhere near as the that's Activision as a publisher, though, isn't it? Or maybe I think of Diablo. Never mind. Yeah, that's, that's Blizzard, Diablo. Yeah, 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 for Diablo, which. Have you heard about Diablo season three being terrible? No. Is that why the layoffs people are, are people are even dying, like what? just going off the game? <laughs> That's crazy. I thought you said that in the literal sense. They're it's so bad dying. that it kills players. What else we got? Until Dawn movie. I did see that. I'm excited for that. Which the is kind of cool. Amazing. Oh, now that you guys have PlayStation, you guys gotta play it. I, I have it. I yeah. started it, but uh, Last of Us kind of. Oh, okay. You should really play it. That's probably my favorite game from that studio. Which is also on the subscription. Wait, are you playing Last of Us? Me? Huh? Oh, Caleb is. Yeah, I am. Oh, sure. nice. Well, I'm, every, every like, or I'm probably not going to play it for a little bit now because we haven't shrouded, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, I think I'm on like Seattle Day 3 as Ellie mm. or something. Yeah. At least with, with the PlayStation, it's felt like um, I just had a burst of really good games out of nowhere. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And it's. I, I kind of needed that because on PC I was getting like a little bored of certain stuff. Like, I've, of course, I still have my PC and I'm excited to play and shrouded on it. But um, sometimes like it's nice to change it up for a little bit. Yeah. Play it on different consoles. Speaking of PC or console games, Forbidden West is coming out on PC mm. in March. But I mean, that's also on the subscription. So we don't even yeah. need to purchase it on there. I would definitely play it on so a subscription. The Xbox? PS subscription. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We All these games issues. that we're talking about is literally on the subscriptions. Yeah. When the first one, Horizon, came out on PC, there were major issues. So much so that you didn't even, like, finish it for a no, year. I stopped playing for months. Because it would crash every other time I you turned it. It was oh, unplayable for, for me. I don't know what I was thinking of, but yeah, that's the dinosaur, right? The yeah. The Mac dinosaur? Yeah. Okay. The Mac dinosaur? Mac. Big Mac? Big, yes. Um, jump into yeah, control. control. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, a, yeah. I know I'm going to have to go... 
pee at some point, probably. So I know. I think the last podcast around around here. Put the mic up to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Where do we even start? Uh, general. What is the game? Yeah. I play. By the way, I played this recently. I just finished it the other night. Hmm. I yeah, played this back it's hard in to, 2020. It's hard to describe sure. it because the start of the game, not getting the spoilers, is like completely confusing. Yeah. Like it gives you nothing. What did you think on. about that part? I liked it. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I was. It got me intrigued. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like when you're not handed information immediately. Like it throws yeah. you into a, like a world that you don't understand and you have to figure it out. Or one so, of those like, I was going to say, Um, I know FromSoft does this, but like I hate those like long video intros. It's like, in a world oh. with this, I'm like, yeah, but the FromSoft one, it gets you, it gets you hyped. The FromSoft ones get you hyped. Those aren't that bad, but I hate when they do that. It's like, um, what was that really crappy game that the vampire game that we played? Which one? With oh. the crap cutscenes that were yeah, even, they, oh, they, they did that at the start where they gave you the story in like one mm-hmm. of those cutscenes. Yeah, that's so bad. Yeah. I hated that. But that was the whole game though. That wasn't just the. Beginning. Yeah, I know. That was that was different. I like, at least with the FromSoft ones. Honestly, I really even pay attention to those because it doesn't mean anything. It's just like it just shows you I the those, big yeah. bad it's, bosses you're gonna be fighting the type yeah. of game pretty much. It's more like generic fantasy stuff. Then then after you played the game once, you watch it and then it's actually relevant. Mm. At least for me. Um I know like when Elden Ring came out and stuff, I actually watched the cutscene even though I had zero clue what was happening. A lonesome dung eater, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I think I watched the cutscene too. Yeah, and I watched it, and it didn't, like, make my experience better. Because I still had to go to YouTube and watch a video on the lore anyway. Yeah, pretty much. How do we describe this game without... It's a third-person um, shooter RPG with kind of powers. Based on SCP. I wouldn't even call way. it open world. I'd say inspired. Or inspired not by based. SCP, not based on it. But yeah. yeah. Definitely inspired by SCP. Yeah. Um, it's not really open world, because the areas are fairly linear. But they try to not hold your hand with the, like, where you're supposed to go. I mean, there are a ton of optional areas that you can go to. With oh, the yeah. the story stuff or the side quests and all that. Yeah. Like, there's one side quest about feeding the furnace. Like, you have to feed it waste. Oh, that was optional? I did that. I thought it was part of the story. I thought it was optional. No, it's probably optional. I just, I don't. <laughs> well, no, didn't. That was, um. Ahidi or whatever that uh, is. Ati. 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 Ahidi. <laughs> Tahiti. That was Ati's uh, Tahiti. Was that his story? I thought that was, I don't know. Oh. I couldn't tell the difference between main story and side story. You just go to the quest section and you see like the main one at the bottom or something. Oh, I just did whatever was on the top left. Mm. Yeah, because if you found a side quest, it would put that in the spot instead. Oh. So you might have actually done a, quite a few side quests. Huh. You're all, you're all Arthur Fist well, now? Yeah, I'm all mad. What, it didn't take that long to beat it, right? No, it didn't. How many hours? Uh, Like six to eight, maybe? Yeah, the story's it, not that long. It took me yeah. about like 12 or 13 to beat the main story, I think. But that's with me not really doing any exploration. I mean, there are like files and notes and computer mm-hmm. screens. There's like stuff everywhere that you can read. I would scan notes. And if I saw like a name I recognized or something, I would read it. But usually I didn't read a lot of those things. I listened to most audio logs and I watched like any videos that I saw because um, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff is pretty relevant to the overall universe. Um, and it's very interesting. So um, let's see. So you covered the. It's, yeah, so it's a third-party action game. You play as Jesse. Um, I don't even know where, how to... You, I mean, the game starts with you arriving at 
this foundation. Is the backstory technically spoilery? Not really. She talks about stuff really early on. So basically her and her brother, as a kid, they witnessed what's essentially an SCP event. Um, And they don't call it SCP. They call it a... Object of power. AWE. An altered world event. Yeah. Um, So they witnessed this as a kid, and they were changed by it. I'm going to be careful about spoilers, but they were changed in some way. And the FBC, the Federal Bureau of Control, which is essentially the the SCP Foundation, uh, took her brother, and she managed to get away. So she goes looking for her brother, and she finally finds the FBC building, and that's where the game starts off. Mm-hmm. I thought they let her go, or they were just keeping an eye yeah, on her. She got her. away. She well, got that's away. That's what it's described as. Her getting and away. then they were keeping tabs on her. Yeah, they oh. probably could have gotten her. But the um the FBC is is such an interesting um like it's it's an interesting foundation because it is like the SCP, but kind of like uh it's different. And what I found really interesting is when you're going around the. Uh, the what they call the oldest house, yeah, mm-hmm. the area where they're kind of headquartered. I mean, you can explore the whole, pretty much the whole building, and you, like I said, you can read all those file notes. You can see these anomalies and like read about them, and it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's tons of containment cells with lots of creatures everywhere, and I think it's cool to see because we were saying this before the podcast, but in some ways they almost do SCP better than most SCPs, single player games at least. Definitely, Like when you have a game like SCP Seeker Lab that's multiplayer, that's completely different Mm -hmm. because that's player based. But um, secret files. Usually what SCP games Mm. do is like they, they take an existing SCP story and try to like throw you into the world and like explain things based on the story that's been set. This game doesn't have any of that stuff to work with. So they made up their own versions of a lot of things. Yeah. They didn't I don't really know of anything they directly copied. No, there were a few like similarities between the entity entities. Something I find I something that I like about this and what makes me so excited for the second game is that with SCP, I um it's like you said, like the single player SCP games haven't been that great, honestly. Like we've played a, more than a few. Um but with this one, it's almost like it's a controlled story, but with the SCP, it's community. So they pick and choose like these community made SCPs. Mm-hmm. But with this one, it's almost like the main storyline. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like the SCP one path, kind of pretty much. What's even better about yeah. it is most of that stuff is side stuff. Like, you can go through the main story and not even look at any of that stuff, and it would be a different game. Yeah. Be- but you can go and look at these cells and see the creatures and read about them and mm-hmm. all those things. And it's just like this exists in the world, and even though it's not like the main focus of what you're doing currently, it's like a, it's like a very very well curated SCP game that's not SCP. It's not yeah. messy. It's like it's very good. And you mentioned before that there's, there's not um there's some there's some similarities between entities, but I feel like there's so many SCPs. There's like thousands of SCPs. Yeah, anything would be similar. There's similar there's at least a couple that are gonna be similar. Yeah, I loved some of the callbacks in in Alan Wake too. Like certain things are just named in a way that you know it's referring to a control or something like that. Alan Wake um, two. Oh, I haven't played that yet. Yeah, I know. But they make a lot of callbacks to control, mm. and I'll have to see like which ones you catch because we it'd be fun to talk about those. Um, but the cool thing about this game is it's not just like a game where you walk around and see cool entities or creatures. It's a full third-person action game 
with a really unique combat. Yeah, the I, I'm trying to like find a way that we can talk about the game as much as we can without getting into like the more interesting parts of it. But the combat is definitely like probably one of the best um, components of the game. Yeah, you get a revolver you start with, mm-hmm. and this this revolver in itself is. What is it technically like? Is I think it's a, an anomaly. It's itself, yeah, it? it is. It's a weapon that shifts. I felt like it would have been really interesting to go into other, well, dimensions. Yeah, I was gonna say dimensions. Uh, now, if you want to do that, play the DLC. Yeah, well, you're in the foundation, so it's like this, you know, this office concrete building place. But they did a good job at like making all the areas really cool. Like there was um, mm-hmm. ugh, it's so hard not to say anything. That spoiler. But yeah, they do give you a, ver- a big variety of areas to explore, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, well, I was talking about like the destruction environment. Oh, yeah, that um, was really cool too. Er- m- most stuff is destructible in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you see a desk, you have this like telekinesis melee thing where you like throw your hand forward and then like there's a small area that I don't even know what you'd call it, like explodes or whatever. Yeah, you can also pull um, pieces off of like concrete pillars and stuff yeah and you can shoot it's like um use it as a shield yeah you can use it as a shield or you can even shoot it um a lot of it are things are fully destructible mm-hmm. like those pillars you can just shoot pieces off and then mm-hmm. you can dash through walls which uh, that was one of my favorite things to do like there's a wall there and there's an enemy you just dash through it and the entire wall and glass and papers go flying everywhere i didn't do that uh, yeah I, I was playing around the destruction a lot the dash yeah. No, well, I know about the dash, but you can do, I didn't know you can do that through a wall. It's cool. Well, if you ever see, usually there's like windows on the wall yeah. nearby. You can dash through that. Um, oh, wow. If it's just like a concrete wall, not usually. There's a couple points where you can. When I was playing the game, I don't know. I feel like, did this game get kind of snubbed on like popularity or something? Like, uh, what, why did, why was it? A little bit. So, Remedy games are very niche because they do things differently, they take a lot of risks in their games. And because of that, their fan base is generally smaller. Um, I know someone from our chat started playing it, and they were bored, so they didn't like it. Oh, yeah. Um, control. They play Control. Which, Alan, Wake, yeah. Alan Wake 1, yeah, 100%. I can believe that, because I was struggling yeah. to get through it. That's very mm-hmm. different. That's that's old, and yeah. it's really hard to get into some old games. Just it's the introduction to the, to the universe. Yeah. Um, but... Alan Wake 2 was a lot more popular than any other Remedy game, pretty much. Maybe Max Payne was more popular back years ago, but um, definitely um, Alan Wake 2 is their biggest yet. Yeah. I mean, Control was decently big. Did it, it win anything? Uh, uh, it came out the same year as another game, didn't it? It came out in 2019, 2019? and I think Sekiro came out in 2019. Sekiro? So I think Sekiro snubbed it. Huh. Which, I mean... I don't I don't blame them. Heroes. There's a lot of side characters that are super important to the overall story as well. Like you saw uh, Ati. 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 He's a big character. The matter is a stake. He's really cool. Yeah, and then there was um well there's the only other character I can think of oh two of them. Uh well there's Emily. She was kind of a blank character, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, she was just kinda like generic corporate. I'm trying to think person. of other characters that aren't spoiler. Well, there's her brother. Well, yeah. Um, there's Dr. Darling. Oh yeah, he's We cool. had that on the list. That's cool. But you don't meet him in person. Played by Never. the actor who plays the voice of Alan Wake. Yeah. Because Alan Wake is two different actors. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy, actually. Actor. 
Yeah, I know. Like, playing through Alan Wake 2 is kind of crazy. I wonder why they... Because the... he's supposed to be American, and the actor who plays the, like, the face of Alan Wake is Finnish. Oh. So he talks with a Finnish accent. Oh, okay. Um, the whole company is in Finland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Like um, Sam Lake. I don't know if he had any Sam Lake references in that game. Um, but he he's usually in, the, in those games a lot. You'll you'll see in Alan Wake too. Um, yeah, the characters were really cool. You know, something else that just came into mind was um, something else that's similar to the SCP games is I love how when you're reading a file report, there's the redacted like yeah stuff that leaves off like it intentionally leaves off like details to keep you wondering what mm. it said. That was really good because like you don't know you don't know if it's something that you'll learn later or if it's something that they haven't actually figured out yet. Yeah. Um, the cool thing is Remedy has these planned out a lot. It's not just like per game. Um, there was a video where Sam Lake was going around his studio and he's like, this is the screenplay for Alan Wake 2. And it was a stack of papers like five feet high. Wow. Because they plan these things out so meticulously and purposely leave out specific information to keep you like wondering what's happening. And they'll reveal it at a later time. Which is, it's why they, That's crazy. it's why I'm such a big fan of their work now, because they obviously really care about creating something that they love and that other people will enjoy. That's like, um, it's like a clear, it's like the most, um, obvious contrast between Remedy and someone like, um, what do you call it? Um, Activision, Activision for oh, yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah. Like their story, you know, book thing probably would have been like this big. Cause like you know it was like a three hour campaign. Ugh. Yeah, actually, um, still about Alan Wake too. But um, they started it like thirteen years ago or something, or at least planning it. Alan Wake two. Yeah. yeah, and then wow. they were trying to get funding, and eventually Epic gave them the funding back in twenty nineteen, I think it was. Hmm. And so that's when they started official development on the game. Hmm. So really, that's an Epic funded game. That they. That's why it's never coming to Steam. Yeah. Oh, it's not. No, it's exclusive. an epic exclusive like that's not timed that's yeah. a game that i don't even mind playing an epic yeah mm-hmm. yeah but uh remedy is not an exclusive i don't think or not uh, remedy uh control control, control yeah. is not i'm uh, excited for the well they're making another one aren't they or they're, they're yeah been that's, the, that's the next game i'm actually curious if there's a release date i don't think there's even an estimate no i think there's just they're working on it now so it probably won't be done for at least three or four years um Let's see. What else? Is there so many things on here that I'm like, I can't know. talk about because the enemies, um, the, I don't know. I feel like the, that's one thing is like the enemies weren't, there was, wasn't a huge variety of enemies. I mean, I guess it makes sense if you know the story, but yeah, I wasn't also really a fan. To me, it was another one of those faceless, like, de- uh, beings or something. The root. Yeah, it, it, was, it felt very much like the root, but I knew the overall thing was more interesting than that. Yeah. It wasn't just a bunch of, like, tree people that want to be evil. One thing yeah. that I, that I kind of wish they did, and I understand why they didn't, and hopefully they explore this in the second game, is you're in this facility with all these anomalies and creatures. Like, how cool would it have been if you, if you had to, like, fight them? Yeah. And they're all different. Like, there could have been, like, a peanut-type one where you have to figure out as you're fighting it like okay what am i gonna do here well i guess you would just stare at it but you know what i mean one of my favorite things about like the scp correlation is they actually show what they do with the scps after they capture them 
like they had wings of the building dedicated to studying specific really powerful um objects of power mm -hmm. and like there were giant rooms for testing and you saw like the results of their experiments and stuff like that scp they're usually the way they usually do it is we sent uh class d personnel into there and he didn't return and that's pretty much like yeah. the extent of like their experiments they mm -hmm. run on it this they you actually see like a lot of stuff you see videos of them experimenting on things um people are like theorizing and they have whiteboards full of like different things about it mm. they just they put detail into pretty much everything like just a little whiteboard in the corner is unique you, you know it's like other games don't think to do stuff like that yeah because it's they think it's unimportant I think SCP has the cop-out of, like, our only method of experimentation is sending a D-class to the <laughs> chamber. Because it's, yeah. like, a, I mean, it's a community-driven thing. But, you know, control is just so much more, well, I don't want to say more interesting, but it's so much more It's non-community-controlled. It's, like, it's well, people Remedy, sit around a desk and think yeah, about Yeah, but things. also Remedy is so meticulous about building the stories. Every single, I bet they have, like, documents on every single anomaly and stuff oh, like that. Probably. Like they, they're probably so particular about their story and the mm -hmm. things that are within it yeah and that's that's really good storytelling and the the overall like no spoilers part of the story is there's not really like a major resolution in the game because there's going to be multiple games yeah and i think they said that they want to make trilogies so they, oh. they want to make an alan mm. wake 3 and a control 3 once they make control 2 that's crazy so i think what it would be would would be control 2 next Alan Wake 3, and then Control 3. Mm -hmm. So that would be a while from now. That's going to be crazy. We're going to be like really <laughs> old when yeah. those. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Um, I don't know. You guys want to talk about optimi optimization stuff? Well, I Maybe. just threw that in there just to... Optimization. You don't have to talk about well, it. It was very optimized. Yeah, very optimized. Yeah, it, was, it looked it was good. I played nice. it on Ultra settings on Steam Deck once just to test it, and it ran... Like, I was able to run it like a solid 30. Wow. But like... I was constantly like maxing out my monitors for fresh rate on my PC. That's crazy. It was just it was really well optimized. There were even times where I turned on ray tracing and it was still getting over hundred frames. I love the colors of the game. Yeah. Like very like very red, very like very bright colors. Mm -hmm. You know what I, I loved was um the title cards. Like it's a new yeah, chapter and they, cool. they show this giant title on screen and it's just different than other games. Uh, yeah, I did I did like that a mm -hmm. lot. It's their own style. Like um yeah. There's a the motel you go to a bunch of times, mm -hmm. which there's a lot of story about that. Um, Is that a, well? We could talk about that. In the spoiler. Yeah, but it's just it's so interesting. Like the you the things you they have you do in the game don't make a lot of sense, but by the end they might make more sense. Sometimes they don't, yeah. and are explained in like the next game or something. Um, ah, there was something that you said about. Uh, someone said something. I was gonna bounce off that idea. Um, there was the one musical sequence, the dancing ashtray. Oh, the ashtray, the maze, ashtray maze. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. That was crazy. That was so cool. so so good. That was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a video game. Mm -hmm. um, we could talk about it. Well, they had yeah, the, probably the old gods of Asgard. Yeah, that was cool. I like how they tie in all like the whole universe as a whole, tie in things from Alan Wake and. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming in Alan Wake 2, there's a lot of ties from Control, which I oh, know you yeah. said. Oh, yeah. yeah. Way more. So I'm excited to see that. It's just cool to see the... It's not even really a series. It's more just a universe, but it gets so much better each version of it because they know what works and what doesn't, and yeah. they improve on that. 
yeah i mean like i said i mean i'm so much more involved and interested now than when i was when i played just alan wake oh i remember what i was gonna say wasn't control like the first game they like featured for ray tracing or something it was one of those demos. yeah one of yeah. them I remember seeing it was an early implementation. It looked okay with ray tracing. I think uh I think the first game that ever came out with ray tracing was Battlefield 5. That was definitely one of those big ones. I think Battlefield 5 was the first one. It's weird thinking back on remembering seeing those like ray tracing trailers and seeing control, not knowing anything about it. And now that I play it, I'm like, what in the world? Like, I know it's weird. You know, it's like before you watch a show and you have like this assumption of what it's going to be about and then when you watch it it's like completely different yeah mm-hmm. exactly like I, I was surprised that it, i wish i had played it sooner um but i know like the title alan wake is very generic and it's one of those games like i never thought would seem interesting just because it's some dude's name like i don't alan, know anything about wake it. up wake. control i was always sort of interested in but i didn't really know what type of game it was yeah mm-hmm. so like there was nothing driving me to play it um until i knew it was in the same universe and I mean, that's when i got more control came out before I even knew what SCP was. Yeah. 2019. Oh, cause we played, I mean, I, I found out about SCP in 2020 when we played uh secret lab. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know anything about it before. Mm. And then I, you know, it's like what everyone goes through when they find out about SCP, you go on that like YouTube rampage where you just watch like all mm. videos about SCP that you can. Yeah. I played, I think I played control in 2020 and I was, I didn't know anything about on wake. I didn't know anything about Remedy titles. Oh, you played titles. that one first. I, Control was my first Remedy game. For I a lot of people, it was because it's the more it's one of the more modern ones. Yeah. Um. There's also Quantum Break, which I played that after, but I never beat it. Does Quantum Break have ties with Control and? It has Alan? ties with Alan Wake too. I think we ex- we no, talked well, about it last week. No, there, I know there are many characters who are either the same actor with a different name or. Yeah. A different actor playing this, a similar character with a different name. Yeah. I meant, like, does Quantum Break in that game have references to Alan Wake 1? Uh, no. Yes, it does. Wait, it does? Yeah, there's literally a whole sequence where it's like... Oh, I never beat it, so I, d- I don't Does it have I references to Control? Or did it came out before Control? Uh, Quantum Break came out in 2013. Oh, okay. Was it really that old? Or was it 2015? Are you serious? There's no way. No. It looks pretty decent. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was, was like 2013 or 2015. 2015 is more like it. Um, 2016. I thought I saw Wait, really a thing on YouTube where there's a section where you see Alan Wake writing, or maybe he's narrating uh, an Alex Casey uh, movie or something like that. Oh, but it was an Alan Wake reference. Huh. Which actually, they um, they took a lot of what they they had in that movie and put it in uh, Alan Wake Two. You could see a lot of comparisons. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, that that one's weird because it's a Microsoft-owned property, and I don't know if I liked the. I didn't like the way they were telling the story, like the you play like thirty minutes of the game, then you watch a thirty-minute part of the movie, then you play thirty more minutes of the game, then you watch another thirty-minute movie, and it's like, from what I've seen of the story though, it seems pretty interesting, and it has a uh, Lance Riddick in there, yeah, which I really like him as an actor. Um, he actually died a year or two ago. The main like guy. That. No, um, you know.